Welcome everybody into another episode of the How Not to Be a Youth Pastor podcast. Kyle and Derek learning every single week and bringing in the new year with lots of lessons on how not to be a youth pastor. Derek, how are you doing today? I am great. It's a new year, new me. Uh, Terrifying. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen with a new me. Yeah, I, I haven't decided yet if... Uh, you know, who I currently am needs that big of an upgrade or if I just want to settle for where I'm at. No, you're, so, you're, you're the cutting edge model. I <laughs> can't improve it. How, where are we at on, uh, like, where do we stand on like all the new year's resolutions? They're crap. Is that something that you They're do? crap. All They're right. Crap. Good to know. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Some people are like, I'm gonna have a word for the year. I'm like, okay with a word for the year. Like that's, that's okay. Like I'm going to. Depends how you arrived at that being the yeah, word for the 100%. year. Yeah, 100%. But you're like. two year old just said a word and you thought it sounded cool. Yeah. Then no. Yeah. Like I think there was like a book oh, that once upon a time, like it was a really short read, really short read about like choosing your word or something. But here's what I would say about New Year's resolutions. I love the motivation to like better yourself. But like, here's the reality. Find something sustainable. Like that's my biggest thing with New Year's resolutions is like, when you think about how long a year is, I know of literally nobody that has made a a bold proclamation on January 1 who's actually carried out to December 31st. Yeah. You know, like if your resolution is is to be healthier, I'm great with that. Like, you can slowly tweak your diet. You can exercise on a like on a regimented two days or three days. But to like come out and say, like, I'm going to the gym six days a week. Like how many days do you go now? Zero. Like, okay, oh, that's just not it's not realistic, but it's my soapbox. Yeah, no, I think I'm I'm there with you. Uh you know, we need to uh be realistic about our expectations and <laughs> You know, you get like there. There's a reason why gyms uh, have like oh, yeah. zero dollars down in January. Yeah, they're not, because they're not they down. know you're gonna sign up, mm-hmm. and then you're just gonna leave it. So, uh, yeah, that's always that's always rough. But we here at the How Not to Be a Youth Pastor podcast, we believe that uh, you know, we believe that we're okay uh, how we are. God's going to continue working in us, but we'll do let him do it on his timing. Yeah. And uh, works we don't, out better. we don't have to put constraints on if, if, if I say like, Hey, my new year's resolution is, uh, I don't even know what a good example would be. If I say my new year's resolution is like, yeah, I'm going to you know read all the way through my Bible this year. That's a great goal, but that limits God working in your life to only reading through the Bible once this year. Like, what if God wants to, you know, just completely do a work in your life and have you read through the Bible three times, but you only read through it once because you set your New Year's resolution too low. So I think that, you know, for for Derek and I, we are a fan of, uh, you know, not limiting ourselves by resolutions. But I will say I have a New Year's resolution that I just came up with now to not let you be mean to me anymore. Um... (laughs) How's that? How's that working out for you so far? I'm um, not great. Well, we K- tried. Kind of proves my point about New Year's resolutions. They don't work. All right, but you know what, I Kyle? Feel, okay, hold on, though. Okay. Doesn't yeah. a New Year's resolution have to, like, be something that you can control? Well, I can control. I don't have to let you be mean to me. I can either choose to walk out or hit you in the face. 
uh, we're too far away for you to hit me in the face <laughs> and you're right next to the door. So, and I don't feel like getting an assault charge on my record kind of sends a bad message as a pastor. It's cute that you think that I wouldn't beat the snot out of you if you came at me. Can we move on, please? (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird conversation to be having. You know what, Derek? Instead of talking about all of this hate, yeah, we we should talk about loving each other instead. Yep. Um. So on today's episode, we decided that we were going to kick off the new year, uh, with one of the more scholarly, biblically founded conversations. Do you know what we should do? We've ever had. We should not put what we're about to do in the title of the episode. <laughs> title the episode like a super deep and spiritual conversation. Or put in, find out what's in this by listening. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate clickbait. Uh-huh. Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, Derek and I are both married. Praise the Lord. And we both have just... Amazing wives. Yes, sir. And we understand that for some people, dating is hard. Yeah. yeah. Finding a spouse is hard. And so on today's episode, Derek and I would like to share how we can help you. Some of our wisdom, yeah. biblically founded wisdom, Yep. on making good impressions. Yep. With the opposite gender. Yep. I could not have explained that any better. I, I, I think I disguised that pretty well. I, th- I think linguistically, we're about to really help people. Yeah. I, yeah. Biblically founded ways yeah. to make a good impression on somebody that you like. Yeah. Guar- also, guaranteed success rate. Guaranteed. A hundred percent. Yes. You, there will be individuals who have been unable previously to talk to maybe somebody they had a crush on yep. or somebody they liked. And after listening to this episode, they will have no problems. We are about to unlock the romantic love part of your life. And it's mm-hmm. going to be amazing. And here's all we ask. If you happen to find your spouse through what we're about to discuss, we're so happy for you. And as your way of saying thank you to us for unlocking this part of your life, all we need is 5% each of what you make at your wedding. Like when you open all your cards and your cash and you make... I was going to say I want to be there. Like fly us out. Even So they can choose one or the other. They can either fly us out or give us 5% of their wedding earnings. Now, is this like just cash earnings or they have to take like they the have gross to, value of all the gifts. <laughs> they have to take their gifts to an appraiser to decide nice. what their gifts are worth retail. And then, I like it. Yeah. So give us 5% or if you don't want to do the math or you're just cheap. Afraid, afraid that that's going to be more expensive, <laughs> you could just fly both of us out to your wedding. Yeah. We'd love to party with you. It'd be awesome. And if you'd like us to officiate it, we're both licensed to. True. We would happily come out and do a duo <laughs> officiated <laughs> wedding. Sit down in front of them with our microphones and headsets and record an episode Hello, live from you, somebody's wh- wedding. <laughs> Welcome to the Hot Out Youth Pastor episode number 89. We are live <laughs> at such and such as wedding. Brian and Kayla's wedding. Yeah. All right. 
Give it up for the bride and groom. I, I've never been more excited about an episode. No, this is, this is going to be really fun. Um, so I think that, how, how do you want to dive into this? I think we just send it. Just full send. I I think we do. So we, we're going to break this up into categories. Uh, and, and this first category is going to be entitled, uh, things this is the, uh, maybe the cringe category. Uh, you know, we'll have, we'll have some, uh, categories, a category later for, uh, steam deeper. I was going to say deeper (laughs) spirit, deeper theology. Okay. Uh, you know, deeper theology. Uh, but, uh, you don't, you don't want to go with the steam category. No, I really don't. Okay. That's fair. Um, you know what? Do you want to have noticed Kyle? It's 2023. We are turning over a new leaf. Um, we have not had a quick question of the day yet, which means we have not wasted 10 minutes. We've wasted nine. <laughs> it was an, it was an elongated intro. That's not a waste of time. Yikes. Uh, quick question, Derek. What was it about you that won over your wife? Well, there's such a large list. It's it's tough to know where to begin. Um, I'll tell you, it was not my looks. <laughs> that was not what won her over. Um, if you want the honest truth, um, probably her my personality. You know, despite what Kyle says, I do have a decent personality. That's not true. I tell you all the time that you should lead with your personality. Not my face. (laughs) (laughs) How do you think this is a podcast Uh and not a TV show? Yep. Uh, That's probably it, honestly. That's probably what led her to to me. That's fair. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Bieber cut had something to do with it. Come on. For the record, I had it before Justin Bieber did. Uh, And then... What would it take, Speed Delight Wise, to bring mm. that back for you? Well, that's a good question. So uh, I just, uh, about a month and a half ago, there was a Wednesday night where I drank a soda for the first time in my life. Yeah, you did. Because our students raised $1,000 for missions for every year of my age. I turned 28, and so they had raised $28,000. And so I drank some pop. Um, And it was gross, and I will probably go another 28 years before I do it again. But... I told our students that, because uh, I've never had coffee before either, and so I kind of jokingly was like, maybe for $2,000 for every year of my age, Holy crap. then, then you, you know, we'll, uh, we'll do coffee. So depending on how long I have to keep the Bieber cut, maybe, maybe it's like 1500 or maybe it's 3000 I don't know. Yeah. But we already have the $2,000 one locked in so i feel like the thing with the bieber cut is like it's not my thing is not how long you have to keep it it's gonna take a while to grow it it is <laughs> so yeah. it's like okay cool we hit our goal we'll get to you know reap this fruit three years from now it would not take me three okay, years well, exa- to I'm grow. take at least a year relative to your current hairstyle i disagree like the top of my hair is pretty long right now I, I think that I could I could have a full Bieber in maybe three or four months. Jeez, man. Okay. I don't know. I, we're not going to find out. Um, I also think that uh, there was definitely some like card tricks involved uh, that that my wife found entertaining, 
or she just took pity on me. But the sad part is I have forgotten all of them. So Here's the good news, Kyle. You are about to bring offspring into the world who can carry on all of your greatest characteristics or some of them and all of Michaela's. That's probably more accurate. But I hope that's more accurate. Yeah. Yeah, our uh, our first is due here uh, at the end of January. So we're, soon, uh, we're excited about that. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, we'll see what uh, disruption it brings to to yours truly and and the podcast. But it won't. We'll figure it out. It won't. We'll come up with we'll come up with something. But it'll be fine. It'll be all right. I've had two. You'll be fine. That's fair. Uh, you haven't had any since we started doing the podcast, though. No, that's fair. But you got it. You're Kyle freaking Besh. I'll figure it out. All right. So what did I, uh, how did I phrase it earlier? Uh, I have no idea. Biblically founded ways to, biblically founded sayings to uh, make yourself more appealing to the opposite gender. Um, Some would say this would be like a Christian pickup line. Some some, would say. Some would say that. Yeah. Uh, We are unsure as to whether or not we are going to call them Christian pickup lines. Uh, but w- one might be able to to classify them as such. I think we are going to continue with the uh, biblically founded uh, biblically founded sayings to make yourself appealing to the opposite gender. I like it. All right. Uh, let's dive in, shall we? Uh, so we'll save some of the more theologically uh, enhanced ones for uh, a little farther down the road. But, Perfect. Uh, I'll I'll start off with a classic. Uh, is it hot in here? Is that just the Holy Spirit living inside you? Man, that's a that's a classic one. I think that that should at least get you a first date. Um, this is probably the one that I have heard more times. This is so. What I'm about to say is on the level. I feel like in terms of, um, oh, I'm going to botch it now. Um, you're the only. T- are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only ten I see. Yeah, you know I feel like that is the. Uh, pickup line. Um, but you know, in the Christian world, like you're not using that. You're using this one. I was reading the book of numbers and I realized I don't have yours. Oh, that is a, that is an absolute dusted off. I'm sure your parents used it. I'm sure your grandparents used it. Mm -hmm. Maybe Jesus himself used it. There's definitely a possibility. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, I feel, okay. Hold on though. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was waiting for you to not let that just I feel like making the assumption that Jesus used one of these pickup lines how about Peter 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 was married pick your poison the dude's single um, you know numbers are not a thing at this at this time I feel like a difficulty in like making women like him was probably not a, if, if he wanted to like he's God, you just whip out a miracle and just be like, boom, water into wine. Your card is the three of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my that'd word. Be, that'd be great. That'd 100%. be awesome. What else you got? Uh, I didn't know angels flew this low. Also a good one. That's a classic. It's kind of like, to me, my only beef with that one is that's like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Like it just, there's just too much familiarity with that one for me to like it. But here's one I do love. I, I when I read this one, I laughed out loud. 
Um, oh, gosh, that one's technically a little bit more theologically sound, so I'm not to save it. I'm gonna have to go to a different one. Um, but here we go. This one absolutely made me chuckle. Um, <laughs> don't walk away, babe. I know I'm not perfect, but Jesus thinks I'm to die for. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. I what I like about that one is that it it is already coming from a posture of wait, don't walk away from me. Uh huh. Uh huh. And saying babe when she's not quite your babe yet is mm, a bold a, move. That is a bold move. That's for sure. Uh, how about this? Is it a sin that you stole my heart? Good one. Good do, we, one. do we need to have a, is is there a theological discussion to, to that? Like at what point does it become a sin to, to steal? Like it's a sin to steal somebody else's property. Yeah. So how do we feel about that? You know what? I think the the word says God knows the desires of our heart. You know, he knows the thoughts that are on our brains before we th- we think them. I think if we are coming up with that pickup line, God put that in there for a reason. So mm. he's okay with it. How's that for some very poor logic? <laughs> That's not great. I feel like there's a lot of thoughts I have on a regular basis that... That I say didn't come from God. Okay. Therefore, <laughs> this is a slippery slope here. All I th- right. I, what I, I think I think we need a uh, uh, a segment change. I really do. Hold uh, on. I think there's one more on this list that uh, that fits into this category of cringe. Yep. Uh, how about I put the stud in Bible study? Totally. Totally. Here's what I'll say: If you are going into this thing calling yourself a stud. You're already lost. The humility is not where it needs to be. Yep. Yeah. That's for sure. And here's just a general rule of thumb. If you call yourself a stud, you're ugly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, of course, I have a similar feeling about people that drive giant pickup trucks, but... Hey! <laughs> I drive a pickup truck because I like to go and harvest animals. That is a great way to put it. Uh, I will. So, so for the record, you do use your pickup truck for an intended purpose more so than a lot of people that own pickup trucks. Yes. Uh, those are the people that I have little to no respect for. Is, can there's, I say that? There's, as a so many, there's so many things I want to say about what you just said, but I think it's best. Like, if you do not hunt... If you do not move sheetrock, if you do not need your pickup truck for a functional purpose. If your truck is lowered. Oh, no. You have lost the purpose of the truck. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's not, that's not okay. Now, here's what I will say. I have a person that is a part of my life who enjoys vehicles. Like, they're a car nut, and they just like how lower trucks look to me that's it's okay like that's fine because you are a car nut yeah i'll allow it but so what you're telling me kyle is your favorite person in the world the person who's driving down a metro city with a truck that is three times as high as it was out of the factory with tires that are twice as wide as they should be with a muffler that rattles your window. Those are with tinted black windows and the reality that 
that truck has never once seen a muddy cornfield. That's your favorite kind of person. There's a quote <laughs> from Shrek. Oh. <laughs> that I don't know if I'm allowed to say. There's so much I love about that. One, if you know the comment, it's gold. Two, the fact that you have to have the movie knowledge. Listen, for that I'm gonna I'm gonna send our send our listeners on a little quest here, which feels appropriate given the movie we're referencing. <laughs> they're, uh, they're also on a quest. It's a far far less deadly quest. There's no fiery dragons involved. Uh, go watch the movie Shrek, and and go. Because I did not catch this the first like three times I saw the movie. Nope. Because I was like nine. Uh, but go watch Shrek and the moment that Shrek, Donkey, and Fiona come over the ridge and they see... <laughs> or no, no, no. No, you're this right. Is, this is, no, this is just Shrek and Donkey. Yep. Uh, they, they come over the ridge and they see Lord Farquaad's, Lord Farquaad's <laughs> castle for the first time. And Shrek makes a comment about the castle. Yes. <laughs> and and that is exactly how I feel about, about big trucks. the the people in the trucks that you described. <laughs> Not the ones that use them for functional purposes, but the ones that trick them out and and make them super loud and and all of that jazz. Yeah. No, I have very strong feelings about that, but <laughs> that we'll, was the uh, best part about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll move on. Uh, from there. All right, let's get into uh, so, uh, some f- more theologically uh, demanding uh, yeah. lines here. And here's what we'll say about these is these are riskier because you have to un- have to go out on a limb that the person you're talking to knows the knowledge behind this. I, but I could not disagree more. These are not risky at all because... If the person you use this line on doesn't understand it, then they don't have the spiritual depth. Oh my word! To be dating you—that's, I mean, that—that's a—that's a proclamation. But here's what I was going to say as a caveat to what I just said. Odds are, if the person, the recipient of this theological explanation or fragment of words, happens to understand what you're saying. You will be in like Flynn. You'll be married tomorrow Probably. because they will understand that your biblical knowledge is fantastic. Yep, for sure. All right, so I'll kick it off with, um, I believe one of my ribs belongs to you. So good. Now, uh, I don't know how true this is with all of ours, uh, but there are, there are a few on the list, and this is one of them, that really only works... Uh, for a guy saying it to a girl. Yep. Uh, that one does not work the other way around. Nope. So don't try it. There's there's a couple more that will fall into that category. Yep. But. Uh, I got one. I would leave 99 sheep to come and find you, and then I would joyfully throw you over my shoulder. What? <laughs> <laughs> that one started off sort of cute, and then was like kind of creepy. <laughs> Well, and I still don't know how I feel about it. The thing is, you're you're just taking ownership. I will say, if you throw your significant other over your shoulder on your first date, you you are a bold person. That is that is true. That is bold. I guess would be the word. Um. All right. 
Now I know why Solomon had 700 wives, because he never met you. So good, man. So also, good. Also probably one that only works toward a female. Yeah. 700 wives. I don't understand how That's that okay. Yeah. Plus 300 concubines. So a thousand women. Yeah. Think about how much his name was spoken. Probably in a negative light amongst 1,000 women. Probably, yeah. Yikes. I I don't know because like a lot of a lot of those marriages were, you know, politically motivated, uh, you know, alliances with neighboring kings and and all of that stuff. I wonder like what that looked like practically. Like yeah. because obviously with seven like like okay, we're married, but like I live alone. Yep. <laughs> like, like you do not practically live daily with a thousand people or 700 people. Yeah, right. You know, like that's a small town. Mm-hmm. And so like, oh, you know, family dinner, like <laughs> you, you know, you, you like, oh yeah. Each, each wife comes up to him at the head of the table and gives him a kiss and goes and sits down. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Dad line, everybody. Dad'll be home for dinner in 493 days when it's our turn again. <laughs> like how do you what what does what did the practice look like for that? That's what I want to know. There then there's some practice I don't care to know. Um <laughs> that's accurate, yes. This is one that you unscathed or uncovered that I think is absolutely hilarious. Um and it and it requires some deep biblical knowledge. I would work seven years for your sister, but I would work seven more for you. Absolutely. That's a great one. Did it work on you? No. Okay. I I like again weird <laughs> social practice. Like yeah. like the culture of that one is uh is just it blows my mind. Um let's see. How many times do I have to walk around you to make you fall for me? That's a classic. It's it's deeper spiritual, you know, deeper theology, but that's a classic. Jericho. What if her name was Jericho? Jericho for a girl. That that's not a terrible name. There's, I think there's a personal trainer. Darn it. Now I have to change the name of our soon to be born daughter. Cause we were going to name her Jericho. How did you guess it? Sorry, man. <laughs> I will say there is a personal trainer that my wife, I believe I'll look it up at some point, um, that she worked out with, uh, named Jericho. So like a, like an online thing or yeah. in person Beach like body. In area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. I, I wonder, so, okay, this is the, we're, I'm looking it up. We're going to go off topic a little bit here, but, uh, this is anyways, uh, I have always had there, there's a, there's a group of names that I have always believed that if the word did not mean what it means, it would make a pretty good name for a small child. Okay. Now, you really have to work hard in order to hear this, all right? But if the, if the word did not mean what it means... Talking about the Holy Bible when you say the word. No. Okay, you're talking, if, about, you're talking like, about like, like, like I'm, I'm going to give you a single word. Okay. And if, if that word did not have the definition that it does, 
it would make a great baby girl name. You ready for this? I know where you're going with this. Diarrhea. Yep, I know. Like, you can call her Rhea for short. Gross. Like, that, it, again, it takes a lot of work to separate the current meaning of the word from the potential to use it as a name. But you do me a big favor. When you go home this evening, I want you to pull out your phone discreetly and record the reaction. But I want you to ask your eight-month pregnant wife what she thinks about the name diarrhea. Okay, first of all, we've had this conversation. We, you okay. Not because I'm adamant that I want to name my daughter diarrhea, but because I think it's funny. Yeah. And, Does she think and it's, it's funny? interesting. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise anybody. All right, we got a few more of these theological, and then we're going to go into what we call the steamy All right, section. bring it on. Uh, who's it, up, you or me? Uh, I think it's me. All right. Your hair is like a flock of goats. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> what are you thinking if you're a lady and you hear that? Like, what? what's going through your head? I think the first thing you're trying to figure out, especially if you're not quite as familiar with the line, is, is that a compliment? Like, like you're right. I, genuinely, I think you're trying to figure out, is, is, is what was just said to me something that is actually positive or not? Yeah. Uh, I think that's, and there are, there are a lot of, uh, you know, I, I think that uh, there's there's a line in in Song of Solomon about like your neck is like a t- the Tower of David, right? Something like that. Like, your neck is like the uh, Tower of David. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I guess uh, your teeth are like a flock of sheep. Your lips are like a scarlet ribbon. What? This is like, it's just, yeah, here it is. Your neck is like the Tower of David built with courses of stone. I'm I'm so on board. I'm going to use some of these on my wife. I Legit. That's a great idea. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep. That's, that's a, <laughs> that's a winner right there. Um, all right. Let's see. Uh, will you go on a date with me? I need to know soon. I plan on making a commemorative altar and Home Depot closes in 10 minutes. That is so deep. That's a good one. I like that. So deep. Um, and the last one, I think, before we go into our uh, steamy section, um, is, look, you're nearly 22. Most Christians are three years into marriage by now. Just settle for me. <laughs> that one's that one's an automatic win. Uh-huh. Um, I don't think you could possibly say that one and get rejected. No, I agree. It's probably the safest one on the whole slate. Yep. Um, unless the person's not actually 22. <laughs> Just ask if they like the song 22 by Taylor Swift first. That will tell you everything you need to know. No, cause that would insinuate they listen to secular music. Wow. That's a great point. That's a great point. Dude, you could, there's, there's a whole nother level that you could take these lines to. In oh order yeah. To weed out who, uh, who to date. And, and I think that using, Using these lines as a test of their spiritual knowledge and their biblical knowledge is a, is a great way to go. I think we totally condone that. All right. 
Uh, steamy section. Is that where we're going? Yep. This is the part of the podcast where all of our youth students that listen, uh, can just kind of tune out. Um, within reason, this is not X-rated. Just so no, it's really not. <laughs> uh, do you need prayer? Because I'm definitely willing to lay hands on you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> One of my personal favorites. Definitely. Uh, in the uh, si- with consent. With, with consent and within and the confines of marriage, <laughs> you must have a license. Um, <laughs> here is one that uh, I am a personal fan of: "Me, You, Song of Songs" remix. Nice. I I do think that we probably should have said this about two lines ago, but uh, maybe a better title for this section instead of the steamy section is the just these are to be used. Like between spouses, uh, <laughs> must be married to proceed. Right. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, do you <laughs> do you want to practice speaking in tongues? That's a that's a classic, a little sacrilegious, but Pentecostal joke right uh-huh. there. So good. Um, Got him. Oh, <laughs> I want to. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna say the one? So Derek had one that we need to edit. I think you should give this one another shot. Um, with the edit. With the edit, because okay. so I yeah, I don't even know how to preface this. So the without the edit, this one is, is probably belongs a lot <laughs> in the, sooner in the episode. Um okay, here we go. Is that a thin line duotone compact? ESV travel Bible in your pocket. Derek, did you ever own a travel Bible? Like, well, were you the kid that like walked around with a Bible in their pocket? No, I didn't get saved until I was 13. And so by that time we all had cell phones with exactly. the Bible app on them. Yep, exactly. That's fair. Here's what I will say. There was one Halloween in particular. And that when I look about what happened this Halloween, the more I'm like, this person would go to jail in 2022. So it's me and my buddies and a bunch of other people. We go to trick-or-treat at this lady's house. Obviously. Ring the doorbell. She opens her door, welcomes us into her living room. Whoa, red flag. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. We go in. It's 2008 probably. Um, We walk in, and she sits down and tells us about the gospel. And then we leave. And we get a king size candy bar and a travel size Bible. New Not Testament bad. version. Not bad. Yeah, it was a good deal. At the time, I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> Obviously. But, you know, that happens a couple years later. Do you think later. she did that with every group of kids that came to the house? I'm sure. Yeah. What about like all the kids that like came with their parents? Like you got like the four year old that's trick or treating and dad is like right there. She had a lot of Bibles, so I don't know. Maybe she just sent mini candy bars with them. Or she know. saw an opportunity to prey on a bunch of thirteen year olds. Be like, like hey, I said, you guys don't know how to say no. I'm gonna invite you into my house and like make you hear the gospel because you'll be a captive audience. Do you know what? Do you know what sucks about the whole thing? I remember zero. Of what she actually said. I remember the travel size Bible. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I remember that the candy like, bar. Like I feel like I feel like many Christians have these great evangelical ideas. Yeah. And in reality, they are something like they that. just don't translate. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, we should do an episode sometime on evangelism and youth ministry because I have some thoughts. Okay. Uh, but anyways, that's not what we're here for. Nope. Uh, we, we got although, one more. along those lines, if we have anybody single listening to this episode, which I'm sure we do, because that's basically our target audience with most of the episode, except for this last portion. Um, if I find out that you are missionary dating somebody and trying to date them into the kingdom of heaven, I will come down there and slap you so hard. Wow. I will punch you in the face. Wow. Knock it off. Don't do that. Doesn't work. I told you my illustration with this, right? Like a few episodes ago. I think I, I know the, you did, with but the whole, uh, with the whole please, chair thing, please remind me. Oh yeah. 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 Where no, that like, was good. You can't like pull that. someone up on the chair, but you, you know. Yep. It's very difficult to pull somebody up to your level. It's very easy for them to pull you down. Sure. Absolutely. All right. Probably the greatest. We saved uh, the best for last. That, yes, there's there's no doubt about it. Uh, and and this is, this is uh, I actually took this line that was intended to be for, like toward a male and I, and I flipped it around a little bit uh, because I think it fits even better. Um, so what does a Proverbs 31 woman do on an average Friday night? Wow. Here's what I love about this one. The response says everything. <laughs> yep. It does. It really does. Uh, you know, you have the subtle compliment of, of, of calling her a Proverbs 31 woman, which is, which is a great compliment. You've got, uh, you know, the the potential for her to be free on Friday night to yep. <laughs> go to a group movie yep. or whatever. Okay, listen, this is apparently just going to turn into Kyle and Derek giving dating advice really quickly. Which is a terrible, terrible concept. That This is probably scary. No, I, I feel like this is dating advice that's good. Um, Derek, what is the point of, of dating somebody, especially like the first few dates to get to know them, to get to know them. That's a great answer. This is not a a trick question. I had a lot of things going through my brain. Um, Some of which were very sarcastic and not appropriate. That's fair. Uh, no, to get to know them should be the, now I, a lot of people would argue that in an ideal world, you're using weeks, months, or even years before your first date to yep. get to know them. Yep. Uh, and and I think there's a lot of merit to that, but we're not going to talk about that right now. If your goal is to get to know somebody, do you want to know what a terrible way to get to know somebody is? Sitting next to them silent for two hours. Why in the world... Out of curiosity... Um, are you engaging in something, watching something while you're sitting next to them for two hours in silence? Like maybe going to a movie. <laughs> like why in the world is going to a movie an acceptable first, second, third date? I feel like that is idea. the here, here's what here's the caveat I have to that. I feel like that is the middle school date, though. Like why, why are our middle schoolers dating? Well, that's a whole other episode, hey, listen, probably. If you, <laughs> a, a true gentleman, a true gentleman goes to his date's house and picks her up for the date, 
And if you need your mom to do that for you, there is a serious problem in your dating game. You know it happens though. You like no, I know, and I'm not. I'm not like I'm not the youth pastor that's gonna like stand up in front of the youth group and be like, "You're going to hell if you're dating in high school." Like you shouldn't be doing it at all. Um, but one on one, if a student comes up to me and says like, "Hey, question on this," I'm probably gonna be like, "Why?" Mm-hmm. And and I'm gonna ask why a bunch until they more than likely tell me like, oh yeah, I don't really know why I want to date this person. Uh, I, I've always told our students that, uh, you know, dating relationships end one of two ways, either you break up or you get married. Those are the only two options for, for how a dating relationship ends. And so when, when you, when you know that going in, it can completely change how you act throughout that entire relationship. Because if you're going to end up getting married, you guys have the rest of your lives together. Uh, You do not need to, you know, there are some boundaries you don't need to push because you're right there. uh, And, and you're, you got the rest of your life in order to do that. Uh, And there are other things that, you know, you can, you know, you can skip past because, uh, you know, you know that like, Hey, we're not here just because we want to be like awkward yep. friends sitting semi closely to each other. Right. Uh, you know, and then on the other side of that, like the other option is breaking up. And so if, if that's the only other option, then hopefully there's, there's some extra walls that get put up, uh, that, that don't get crossed. Here's what is also um, interesting to me with no rhyme or reason. Imagine your first date is at a movie and you go see Avatar. Have you seen how long Avatar is? No, but uh, like number what was two. the other? Um, Black Panther was stinking long, but I've not seen how long Avatar was. Let me just confirm this just to, just to confirm. Yep. Three hours. Oh 12 gosh. minutes. Yeah, Black Panther was 241, the second one. My butt will be losing feeling that's, by the end of this movie. That's so long. It's <laughs> three hours. At what point do you as a filmmaker like need to build a bathroom break opportunity into your movie? A rich one? Like you, you have to... You, you have to, at some point, like three hours, your entire audience is going to miss five minutes of your movie. It's, and, and you like, you got to build in like, Hey, we're going to put a pause in here. Go to the bathroom if you need to, because otherwise people might miss a really crucial part of the film because they have to pee. Yep. Just for reference, the original avatar, two hours, 41 minutes. Still long. Black Panther, two hours, 41 minutes. Yep. Avengers Endgame, three hours, two minutes. That was a long movie. I forgot about that. So wow, That's ten crazy. minutes longer than Endgame. But <gasps> I, I'm pretty sure at one point, and it might still be, Avatar was like the number one box office. The original one was up there for a really long yeah. time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I I don't know. I think that. Uh, that's that's just too long. I did see there are movie theaters. I don't think they are in America, but there are movie theaters that 
have screens in like the bathroom stalls and you can select which theater you are in and then you can like continue to watch the uh interesting or they could just put a couple stalls like in the back of the theater like under the seats of of each one and then they would already be linked to the movie that you are watching i like it I think there's a real business opportunity here for us, Derek. Do you know what I love? This is an episode about Christian pickup lines. <laughs> and somehow we tied, and look, started and talking about landed. going to the bathroom during movies. Yep. Well, if podcast. it wasn't toilet humor, it wouldn't be youth ministry. Man, you just flushed that. Oh, good one. Thank you. Wow. All right. I think that I think that's a safe place to... Uh, <laughs> to end this episode. Again, we cannot stress this enough. Please reach out to us if these lines work at all. Please. Um, because we'd love to hear the, su- the success stories. Uh, we're going to be really honest with you guys as listeners. We'd love to hear the failure stories too. Uh, you know, really all the stories. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, just figure it out. You'll you'll find it eventually. Uh <laughs> Wow. But, uh, new year, new you, Kyle. Yeah, I care less about disseminating information, apparently. Uh, you can email us, uh, hownottobeayouthpastor at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and, uh, and hear about all of the dating success that you had. Uh, finding your future spouse uh, through our podcast. Thanks to us. You are welcome. Yep, through our advice. Uh, All right. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. On behalf of Derek, I am going to go uh, see if I can get my wife to rename our child after a really obscure Bible character. Goodbye. Goodbye.